Hi, welcome to week 27 of LK Lawrence Presents Who Unplugged the Stars, a tale of two cowards. I'm glad to see you again this week. Our audience is growing and thank you so much if any of you are spreading the word. Um, I know this isn't a perfect book and I know I'm not a professional, but I'm still enjoying it. It's still fun and you keep tuning in, so that's great news. Um, if any of you have any comments uh, you'd like to send to me, please don't hesitate. Um, you can reach me at lklawrence1923 at gmail.com. Otherwise, let's get this show on the road. Again, the chapter's California, here I come. California, here I come. With Thanksgiving approaching, and since so many of our friends weren't going home, a group of us decided that we'd take a trip to California for Thanksgiving and see the ocean. I'd never been before, so I really was excited and immediately began my preparations for the trip, which included getting a swimsuit and all the accessories that go with it. With the cold weather here and summer gone, I was lucky to find a one-piece sapphire blue French-cut swimsuit with two yellow button snaps at the top. I also found some big round yellow earrings that looked perfect with the suit and a big beach towel. I already owned shorts and t-shirts so I didn't need to buy any of those. With my purchases complete all I needed was to pack and I was ready to go. Driving to California was the beginning of our adventure. Because of our numbers, the guys took one car while the girls took another, which gave us 10 whole hours to talk about boys. Hey, Jana, are you sure you know where we're going? Asked Claire from the back seat, chomping on a potato chip. Her green eyes sparkled against her bobbed black hair, and she smiled through her chewing. Yes, said Janet. My parents rented two RVs to use for the week. Just two RVs? Asked Claire. She wiped broken chips off her lap. Of course. Mom said there is enough sleeping space for all of us and a heater in each RV if we need it, Janet added. Leaning towards us, Claire asked in a conspiratorial manner, Okay, since both Sam and Stephen are taken, which of the guys are you going to pursue? She was met with silence. Come on, you can tell us we won't tell the guys, she promised. Mm, taking a deep breath, Pam dove in. Okay, I really like Corey. Don't know that it'll happen, but I don't mind spending time with him. Besides, he's a good dancer. Looking from Janet to Claire, Rosie asked, What about you two? We have two left. Who wants who? I sat back, relieved that I didn't have to make this choice. Okay, okay, I'll take Frank, Janet blurted out, followed by a squeal of excitement. Frank was short and stocky like she was. How apropos, Rosie said with a gleam in her eyes. That leaves Johnny for you, Claire, she said with a sly smile. We all started to laugh. For months, Claire had been crushing on Johnny, who was a tall, skinny ginger. Now that everyone had been coupled up, we needed an update on what's going on with you and Stephen, I asked Rosie. What do you mean? Well, it's been a year, right, or close to it. They were the perfect couple. 
tall, rosy, with her dark auburn hair against her olive skin tone and athletic body, and Stephen, even taller, blonde, with a slender build. Stephen wanted to get into med school, and Rosie was studying to be a nurse. It was almost out of a harlequin. Yeah, I... Close to a year, I guess. Why? Rosie asked. Do you think you'll get married? I asked. Rosie shrugged her shoulders. I'd like to, but don't know. It's up to him, she said. We sat in, a, in silent contemplation. We've got to stop in St. George to get some gas. This boat goes through gas like it's water, Pam announced. Pam often referred to her Regency 88 as the boat because it seemed as big as one and you felt like you were riding on water as it glided over the streets. Good, I called from the back. I need the restroom. I gave a slight laugh in embarrassment. My friends knew that because I drink so much water, the restroom was always a must. Of course you do, said Janice sarcastically as she rolled her eyes. Well, I said and gave a look of, I can't help it. Thirty minutes later, as we pulled into a shell station with the guys pulling up behind us, once the car stopped, we all piled out, and I immediately headed for the store to get to the restroom. Just before I got to the door, I heard Sam ask, Where's she going in such a rush? Then one of the girls responded, Restroom. I didn't stop to hear the rest of the conversation. Since I was the first one to stand in the already long line to use the facilities, I was the first one out and had time to buy a bottle of water. Exiting the store, I saw that Pam and Frank had both pulled their cars into parking spots after filling their tanks and had gone inside to use the facilities and get snacks. As I was leaning against the car waiting, Sam came and stood beside me. Mm. Sun feels nice, he said, looking out towards the street. I nodded in agreement. It's good to be away from the snow, I replied. We stood in silence until the rest came back to the cars and we separated into our respective rides and continued on our way. This time, Rosie and I were in the front with Rosie driving. The others were in the back and eventually fell asleep. The lack of snow on the landscape and the warmth of the, fun of the sun felt so good. I'm so excited to go to California and see the ocean for the first time, I blurted out. Rosie, being a California native, smiled at me knowingly. I know. I can't wait for some sun and maybe surf. I didn't know you surfed. Rosie shook her head. I'm not great, but I do love being near the ocean. Oh, I'm so excited to see the ocean. I can't even imagine what it's like. It's so massive. <laughs> I think you'll love it. And you can wear that swimsuit of yours. She gave me a wicked smile and a wink, which caused me to blush. Do you think Sam will appreciate it? I cringed, hoping she'd say yes. <laughs> you look great in it. Of course he will, she assured me, putting her my mind at ease. Oh, I really want to impress him. Do you think he likes me? I asked, still looking for assurance. Rosie paused while she contemplated my question, then said, Well, it's very obvious that you're best friends. Has he kissed you or held your hand yet? The only time he holds my hand is when we slow dance, I answered with a heavy sigh. I love spending time with him and have liked him for so long that I'm terrified of losing him again. I know, she said. Rosie was the only one that knew our history. But I don't think you have to worry about losing him. I've seen the way he looks at you. You have? I looked at her. Is that a good thing? Yes, Rosie answered with a chuckle. 
When you two are in the same room, he watches every move you make, even if he's talking to someone else. My eyes widened. Really? And he always has this smitten look on his face, or maybe it's an amused smile. Or gas. Laughing, Rosie said, whatever it is, no one would look that goofy unless they liked that person. Her words gave me hope. Whether it was true what she said, I didn't know. I'd never seen Sam watching me, but if what she said was true, why didn't we move beyond just friends? What stopped him from making us, from moving us to the next level? I wonder what the boys are talking about, I asked, trying to change the subject. Sports, Rosie said. Yeah, you're probably right. We drove in silence until we had to stop to fill the tank again. The girls in the back didn't even wake up until we were back on the road, and the guys didn't stop either. They just waved as they passed us. Thank heavens we knew where we were going. Did the guys stop for gas? Jana asked. No, Rosie said. Do we know where we're going? Of course, Pam responded with confidence. We pulled into San Diego just after dark. Since we didn't know where the guys were, we stopped and had some dinner at In-N-Out, which was another new experience. This particular burger franchise had reached mythical proportions outside of California. Whenever a Californian spoke about it, their eyes would glaze over with a faraway look as they reminisced about the fries and burgers. For me, it was just okay. I thought the burger was dry and the fries were cold, but... <laughs> I wouldn't dare say it aloud to avoid making enemies with either Rosie or Pam. Thirty minutes later, Jana turned off the freeway into a very large parking lot. Look at all the RVs and trailers. I sure hope we can find ours, Claire said, amazed as we pulled into the well-lit parking lot. Yeah, that's the whole purpose of this lot. These trailers keep people off the beach with their tents. Janice said as she wove the car between each unit. But Mom said that ours are on the sand, or, or as close as one can get. Hey, look, said Pam, pointing, back from the, pointing from the back seat. Isn't that Frank's car? Yeah, I think that is his car, Rosie said, leaning over the front seat. Frank's car was parked behind two of the biggest RVs I'd ever seen. Jana pulled into the parking spot next to Frank's car. She had barely stopped when I opened my door and stepped out. <sighs> I said as the cold breeze began to whip around me. It is cold! Rosie laughed and said, What did you expect? It's November in California, just like Utah. I just thought it would be a warmer breeze. Let's get our car unpacked and go to bed, Claire said and yawned. Where's the ocean? How, how close are we to it? I asked. Come get your bags, said Rosie, holding them out to me. Now take a deep breath. I did as she instructed. What is that smell? The ocean? I asked, then looked toward each other after taking another lungful of the salty, briny air, Claire laughed. <laughs> That's the ocean you're smelling, Jana said, walking towards our RV as the rest of us followed. It was parked with the door facing the ocean and was only inches from the sand. Following Jana to the door of our RV, I said in a whiny tone, oh, I want to see 
see the ocean. You can hear it. I can? I asked, looking at Rosie. It's right there, she said as she turned and waved her arm the whole expanse of the horizon before me. But it was so dark I couldn't see anything. As I stared into the blackness, I became aware of a sound. It, it sounds like the muffled cheers from a crowd. Is that it? <laughs> I've never heard it described like that before, but yeah, that is the ocean, Janice said with a chuckle as she stepped into the RV. I continued to stare in the direction of the muffled roar. Come on, Gracie. We want to go to bed, Pam called from inside the RV. I turned and followed them in. Oh, I hope I can sleep tonight, I said to no one in particular. And I was out like a light the minute my head hit the pillow. Well, that's it for week 27. I hope you enjoyed uh, the chapter, California, Here I Come. So the next couple of chapters will be of them in California. And um, then we really are beginning to wind down. So um, I hope you're enjoying this. I am working on a new book. The working title is Love in the Library. And um, I'm hoping to have it done probably by January. So there will probably be a few weeks of silence after we finish this book. But I would really like to hear from everyone. Um, I appreciate everybody. I mean, we've got people from Singapore. We've got people from uh, France, the UK, Ireland, and of course, USA. But um, I love that you guys are all listening. Please continue to listen. Tell your friends. And... Remember to have a fantabulous week and always remember to never be afraid to unplug the stars. See ya!